Hello and welcome to Mastermind Growth, where we share the insights, the passion and the stories of business owners. My name is John Cassidy-Rice and I have the pleasure to be your host for this week's podcast. I'm your Federation of Small Businesses Membership Advisor, helping and supporting businesses from all industries. Today, I'm delighted to have Elaine with us. Hello, Elaine. Hi. Welcome. Thanks for taking the time out to do this. You're welcome. Yes. Excellent. So let's dive straight in. So tell me about your business, Elaine. My business is a young champagne, so it's set to sell my own brand of champagne and also personalized champagne for all those people who like to thanks uh, their own customer or thanks their best um, employee with champagne. So it's something about uh, parties, events and uh, selling my own brand, as I have said before. Ah, but the, I sense a bit of a story behind that. Are you happy to share some of your journey with us? Yes, I'm quite happy to share that because I've got a long story. I have a research and development story after that. Yes. Excellent. Go ahead. So my business has started in 2014, so I have decided to stand on my own because I have uh, 20 years, more than 20 years of uh, management behind me. So I have decided to build my own business. I find some champagne people and they allow me to have my own brand of champagne. So I have started with them. And uh, after two, three years, I have seen that since it's a luxury product, it can be a little bit difficult to sell. So I have started by doing a research of development by recycling corks. So I have made two products with uh, corks of wine. One is a bracelet that is in production. I still need some funding to move forward because I need to add some uh, technology inside that I cannot afford. Another one is a pair of shoes that will be a wedges for women and um, a normal shoes for men. But the idea behind the shoes is, I have, is to have some comfortable shoes to wear every day. I made also research and development with a business calling Avery in Birmingham, where they have come out with a lot of ideas with corks of wine. So I am uh, in that process where I'm looking for business-to-business opportunities to have my uh, brand for sale in some supermarket and uh, in, in the high street, if you want to know, and also about moving forward with my research at Wolverine, where I have a lack of finance, I cannot um, get in touch with true with uh, grants, small grants, because it's more about putting something new in the market. All right, so it sounds like a true entrepreneur's dilemma. Yes, yes, definitely, yes. Fabulous. It sounds like you've got a lot going on there. So, uh, so, so what have you been doing to uh, move this forward? I have done a lot of networks. I have met a lot of uh, other businesses. I try to make know myself because in terms of champagne, it's a big brand everybody knows, and um, it's difficult to work in that environment because they got a long... They got, they already, people already know their own brand. So mine is brand new, it's six years, but it's brand new for a lot of people. So I've done a lot of networks to meet a lot of uh, other businesses, send a lot of emails. I'm in that process uh, to try again and again and see if one day I can move forward to have my uh, brand for sale. And in terms of research and development, I would say that uh, it is very difficult because I'm not aware about all the grants and funding. So you cannot ask for something that you don't know. No. And I consider that uh, I don't have the right help because it's something that 
the Cox, in the Cox aspect, I can move forward, but Netanyahu aspect, that is not my um, area of competencies, area of competence. I think I need some help, but it's very difficult to meet right people. If you meet them, you need to pay for something you don't have. So I, it is a frustration uh, that I cannot uh, move forward because it's more than two or three years now that I'm turning around with that project and I didn't find any help at all. So I'm still looking. I have applied for grants recently. I'll see if it will, if I can find something uh, useful. So it's very, very difficult for me to sort myself out. Right. Yes, it's um, that there's so much to, to run in a business, uh, not just about having the ideas. It's about making sure that there's cash flow and there's um, a way forward. Yes, it's very difficult, like you said is uh, something that you cannot imagine and you start and you you think that you're in the end of the process and you start again back. So it's like you're going up and down, down and up. You don't know exactly, but and sometimes it can be very difficult because online as well, you've got some hacks and some people that you are not sure about who they are. So I try to monitor everything myself because I'm working on my own. I've got plenty of stakeholders to help me when I move forward, but I need to move on my own first before calling anybody. Yes, it's about taking action and sort of put, you sound like you're putting in a lot of hustle. Yes, yes, I, I do what I can and I can say that I've got a heavy timetable because I'm working as well. So I've got plenty of stuff to do all together in one week. Sometimes I find out that 24 hours is not enough for me to finish uh, everything I need to do per day. So. Right, it sounds like you've been working a lot around kind of the time management area. So how, how, do you, how do you balance that with working, running a business and everything else to do with life? Uh, I think uh, I have done that for many years and uh, for me it seems to be normal since it's not. I, I usually work like that in between the family life and the work. I usually have uh, too much thing to do together, but I try now to be a little bit wise and do this have a timetable where I finish, when I finish something, I close down and I start with another one. So sometimes I find myself reading my email after the midnight, after 12 in the midnight. So, because I need to know exactly what I have received on the day, instead of waiting the second day where I have uh, more than hundred emails and I will find myself a little bit uh, overload. So I, I try I, to do everything time. Yes, yeah. I, I'm sure there's lots of entrepreneurs listening to this going, oh, I'm not the only one that works into the uh, wee hours. <laughs> so what are some of the things that you you now know that you wish you did know before you started uh nine i know that uh is some grants and funding i wasn't aware really i, I was thinking that it's something like that but none i know maybe that's some grants and funding but it's about having them and uh making an application that works sometimes it's about how which type of funding you're asking it can be something that is not uh what they need or what they want to do or it can be like it's not a priority for them even if it's very important for me maybe it's not for them now and i know that now and i know i that is a startup loan when i have started i wasn't aware so i have started like that but after three years you cannot apply for the startup loan so the time passed over for me to do that okay. uh, now and also i'm aware about a lot of by meeting people i have done a lot of networks I know a lot of uh, hints and tips like uh, Ukti, for example, to check some business overseas if they are real business or is, it, is a, it is a hack. So I have met a lot of people that can help me online. So I have uh, plenty of uh, networks that can be very useful for me. 
Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think when you're running a business, an entrepreneur, your, your network is a real support network work so that's not only just uh, for business advice but also just for moral so support yeah. uh, excellent so run, you've been running the business uh, for for a little while now so what would be your free tips that you would share with us on running what i would say yeah what i would say is that uh, it is good to focus on tasks because people think that business you need to start straight away or you need to start very bigger and have a very big office. I have started at home. I'm still working more at home. And uh, I have started at home and still working at home, like I said. So it's another tip. You don't need to start so big and have too much cost behind. Start to, it's good to reduce cost as small as possible as I'm doing every time. You can have a virtual address instead of having a normal uh, business address and keep running your business in that way. And yes. uh, how can I say, yes, it's about working hard and uh, finding reliable people. It can be very difficult, but uh, more you work with people, more you realize who is reliable, who is not. No. People reliable will usually give you hints and tips, usually help you, usually help you to save money. People that are not usually try to just um, give you some cost like that. So add you some cost of try to take... Uh, advantage of what you don't know so just tell you some information just like that so it's good to manage your network and know who is who who you can contact avoid people mistake that you have done before and focus on what uh, is useful for you yeah i think that's good advice because there's lots of people out there and there's lots of really sort of people big hearts that are willing to help and um, support you but maybe there's some people who who are uh, maybe taking advantage and being able to tell the difference makes a big can make a big difference in the long run mm -hmm. right so it sounds exciting and so um champagne is in the luxury market and uh, so if somebody's interested in finding out about uh, more about your services how would they contact you elaine uh, i've contacted them first i have met them in france like i said yeah. and i have decided to work with them and after that i may grow my network by meeting others here in London. So I have a huge uh, portfolio of champagne people. And uh, I find them, I find like, uh, how can I say, I would say they are very open people for me anyway, maybe because I speak French as well, but ah. I find uh, the market quite easy and I move forward with them. I have done also science of wine before because I'm, my background is hospitality and catering. So it's something I like to do and I know a little bit more. So I really enjoy myself working with them. And I often everything I'm asking them, they usually be there to give me an answer or tell me what to do or just tell me, uh, they never let me down. I'll Excellent. Say that. Yeah. So if somebody's keen on uh, maybe sort of sampling your champagne or buying your services, how, how would they contact you? They contact me via email. That's my best contact because, as I said, I got plenty of um, several uh, timetables. I got plenty of stuff to do. My email is, is writing in my uh, in your podcast, but I can say that again. It's elianyepkal at outlook.com. Or they contact me over my phone uh, number is 07787513432. But the email is the best one because my phone, I'm not sure that we have having time to answer to my to the phone call, but via email, I will usually respond to all my emails excellent and we'll put that on our website as well so people can um, easily yes. contact you 
Fabulous. Well, thank you for sharing a bit of your story and your passion and um, and your insights and struggles uh, of getting everything going. I think it really helps when we share that these things. Yes, thank you as well to have that uh, opportunity to speak with you. Uh, it's been a real pleasure, Elaine. Uh, so this has been a podcast for business owners by business owners. Until next time, see you soon. Bye then, Elaine. Bye. Thank you. The Federation of Small Businesses with practical help for business owners such as health and safety policy templates, documents and guidance written by experts in their field. And for good measure, a suite of online training modules for you and your employees. Any questions, contact me at john.cassidy-rice at fsb.org.uk.